Hey guys, welcome back to the Dad Bod Sports Pod, Season 2, Episode 4. I'm Scotty. And I'm Glenn. And today's episode is going to be completely off the script. We have not prepared. We just wanted to basically have a combo and go with it and see how people like it. Going to be a little more um, non-sports stuff. Nothing political, of course, but, you know, we're going to have fun with it. Uh, before we get into it, Glenn, you got anything you want to add? Yeah, basically, uh, I've been getting a lot of messages from people saying, you know, what's going on with the podcast? Um, did you guys stop? Are you guys done? We are far from done. It's just, you guys know life happens, for one. Um, and you also know that the last two years in general has just been, you can't plan anything nowadays. You know, like, things happen. Uh, stuff pops up and you just you go off you go off script just like we're doing in this podcast you don't you can't script things you can't plan things they just happen but uh you know we'll try our best to keep things on track there's a lot now that sports is fully in full swing we got the nfl season upcoming we got the nba playoffs we got mlb in full swing the nhl stanley cup finals is about to happen there's a lot to talk about so now that we have topics to talk about you know the covid restrictions on everything is being lifted little by little um, we'll get the podcast up and going again. And then another thing that's uh, going on is that it's the summertime. People want to be outside, you know, people want to be doing things, especially like we said, since COVID protocols are being lifted little by little. Now people have places to go, places to be, things to do, work again. A lot of people were out of work. Now they're back to work. So uh, yeah, that's what's been going on. That's why the podcast haven't been as uh, flowing as we did in the first season, but they're coming back and we're starting with this one. Yeah, I mean, like you said, in this summer, I feel like everyone is going to want to do so much that, you know, it's you got to make up for that lost time. So, but um, so as we're sitting here speaking, I'm sure you're watching it. The Grizzlies and Jazz are playing. So let's talk some NBA playoffs just to get started. Um, your Knicks are down two to one. We'll just start there because I know you're pissed off and you hate your life, but. <laughs> Trey Young is becoming a legit NBA superstar in front of everyone. He might play like a bitch, which honestly we know he does. He looks for the fouls, but, and you know, I was not big on Trey Young coming in just because his college play style was so, he had just so many turnovers. It was just bad shots and he's changed a lot. How do you feel about your Knicks though? Like, I know you're mad at Randall for playing like shit. I mean, I'm more mad at my bets more than anything. Like, never bet on you first of all never bet on your own team ever definitely don't bet against them but damn sure don't bet on them because it kind of takes away from them winning or losing you know what i mean like it makes you more pissed off when they lose and the winning just like i mean it does feel better if they win and you bet on them at the same time but just uh, just don't do it that's that's the number one thing number two outside of the betting i am pissed off that they lost but at the same time i haven't seen a playoff game in seven years so whether they lose this series or win this series i'm not gonna say i'm gonna be equally happy but i am happy with the new york knicks right now because what they're doing is building so that other players that maybe before wouldn't have come here if kevin durant and kyrie irving were free agents this year they're coming to the knicks not the Nets. that is a thousand percent guarantee so now Whoever's a free agent, I don't even know. I haven't really looked at the free agent list. I know um, it's a big class. Uh, yeah. you got like Giannis. You got I think LeBron's a free agent again, but we know how that's gonna go. Yeah, it's so, it's the big class that everyone's waiting for. I think Demar Derozan. Uh, you know, just a lot of like good names that are actually 
guys that will make a lot of teams contenders. Right, and that's that's the perfect thing about this is that now they're like, okay, we see the Knicks have a little something cooking. We see their crowd is insane. We see that, you know, it's going to be full capacity again next year. So people are going to start wanting to come to the Knicks. They've always wanted to. They've just always like, eh, they're terrible and Dolan. Now it's just Dolan. You know what I mean? Like, there's a couple of factors as to why they would not come. And now it's just like, all right, they got something building. I can live with that. I don't have to be the only guy there. So I'm happy with the season. I mean, I think we should beat the Hawks. I think we should have won the first two games, especially that first game. They shot 20% and lost at the last second, while the Hawks shot like 45%. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I just feel like they should be up 2-1 right now. They got slaughtered last game. There was no chance of winning that game. Um, you know, the Hawks were home their first game. They were jacked up. They were juiced. Their fans seen our fans, and they were like, we got to compete with that. And, uh, you know, Trey Young is, a, you know, he's, he's, he's a great player. Um, I think we're making him a little bit better than he actually is. Like, I know he's he's a great player, but we're making him Michael Jordan. Like, that's what we're kind of turning him into because of, you know, the, the drama of the fans and things like that. I don't think he's that great where, like, we sh- he should be dropping 35, 40 points a playoff game. But, you know. Well, didn't he average, like, 29 and 10 or something this year? I mean, yeah, but this is the playoffs versus the best defense. Well, a top three defense in the NBA. He should not be dropping 35. He should not be getting to the lane like that at free will, just throwing up those stupid little cheap floaters. I mean, Derrick Rose is doing kind of the same thing. So I guess I can't really say much. But some something somebody's got to stop that. Knock him on his ass. Do something to where that dude doesn't do that anymore. If this was the 80s or the 90s, someone's knocking him on his ass. Jordan cried about it because the Pistons were doing that same exact thing. If this If this was back then... Trey Young would be on his ass. And he's a little dude, too. He's not a big dude. He's a little dude. So, like, I don't know. I, he's, I, he's such a weird dude. Like, he's so ugly. No offense, Trey, but, like, that hair is disgusting. Yeah, like, he's just everything about him pisses me off and annoys yeah, me. I was actually, remember when he came out of college, and I don't watch college basketball that much. So, my opinion on if a guy's going to be good or not is basically irrelevant. But I really like Trey Young. I even told Sky, I said, I like this kid a lot. I want the Knicks to draft him bad. And, of course, we didn't get him, and now he's torturing us in the playoffs. So that's just how it goes. But as a Knicks fan, I'm happy. Um, I think we win the next game. I think the the Hawks, they, they play on adrenaline. You know what I mean? Like, they play on, like, the first game, it was the biggest crowd of the NBA season at MSG, and they thrived on it. So, and then they go back to Atlanta, first game in Atlanta, in a, a playoff game in a while, bam, they thrive on it. So the Hawks are playing on adrenaline right now. I feel like... The Knicks are going to play their defense again next game because now they have a game plan in Atlanta. And I feel like they'll win the game. This is going seven. We said it's going seven. So not only that, as a Knicks fan, I was predestined to understand we're going to lose some games in this series. You know what I mean? So that's why I'm also not as pissed because I know we weren't going to sweep them. So you're going to have yeah. to take some losses. That's just how it works. You can't win every game. So, yeah, and this this matchup, it's kind of like when worlds collide because the Hawks are an offensive team and the Knicks are a defensive team. In today's NBA, the offensive team does have the upper hand just because you're not allowed to play defense. So, and I had the Hawks winning in seven. Um, I honestly, after that last game, if the Hawks win this next game, it's I think I think they can close it out real easily. Um, Yeah, Knicks have to win it. Like it's a it's a this is a game seven for the Knicks because if they go down three one, they don't have the shooting to shoot themselves into win the next you know three games it's just not gonna happen so they this is the must win game they have to win i think they will i hope they will we'll see what happens 
Yeah, and so are you watching the Grizzlies game right now? I'm actually watching the Brady Bunch. Fuck you. Anyways, um, <laughs> so as you're talking about how dudes are getting like aren't allowed to play you on your ass anymore, Donovan Mitchell, as good as he's been all year, he's a flop. You know what I mean? He flops. Just like the whole NBA flops now. It sucks. But the Grizzlies are tied 109-109 with like three minutes left. Ja Morant. You know how I love Ja Morant. I do. This Grizzlies team is going to be good. Um, the Jazz are going to win this series. I think everyone knows that. I think I had it going six. If they win tonight, they're up two to one. And, you know, that's that's a huge positive note from play-in game to this, beating Steph Curry. And didn't they beat the um, Spurs also? I believe so, yeah. So, yeah, winning two playoff games to coming in and winning two actual games in a series against the number one seed, like the number one seed in the NBA, that's huge. Here's here's the thing though. Are the Jazz really the number one seed in the NBA? Like their record here, says they are. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm saying the Jazz. The Jazz are a really good team. They're always a really good team. It's just this year with the Lakers and everyone else just being hurt, and like almost every superstar was quote unquote hurt this year, aka time off to rest for the playoffs is what I usually think it is. But um, the Jazz were the only team that just stayed healthy all year. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? They, That's, they didn't sit guys. Right. They they were like, well, I, we don't usually get the number one seed. We want this damn one seed. We're going for it. Just like the Suns, you know, they, they were like, I don't think the Suns or the Jazz are a one or two seed. I think they're more three, four, five seeds, you know, if, if this was a regular season. But uh, it props right. to them. I'm just saying that I the mean, Grizzlies got a little bit of a break getting a one seed that's probably like a three or four seed. You know what I mean? But still, yeah. props to the Grizzlies for, I didn't think the Grizzlies would even make the playoffs, if we're being honest. Well, yeah. And something that isn't talked about because i mean the nba honestly it's been down this year but um in the nba this year you actually wanted to battle for that one seed because knowing that the lakers would be that seven seed that's tough like you don't want to be the two like the suns are going to lose the lakers and then in the east you wanted the one seed because in round two you don't want to see the bucks or the nets well not only that that's a good point also you want the one seed because you'd be getting teams that are literally coming off of playing games, which means, you know, they're tired. They played all season, then they got to play the playing games, possibly two of them. And then you get to the face the one seed. Like there's, here's your prize. Here's the play, which by the way, let's, let's talk about that a little bit as well. I don't like the play in game. And here's why who won the playing game, the wizards, what's going on with them in Philly right now. They're getting destroyed. Yeah. But that would have been the same with the Pacers and with, the um, Hornets too. I like to play a game just because we get to see basically a college atmosphere it is for extra, those games. You're right. It is extra excitement. Like those games, but again, it's extra excitement. If the game is good, the wizards won like a hundred to 60 or whatever in their game. And that was just like, eh, it's just another game. There's no atmosphere there. They won by 40 points. You know what I mean? So there has to be like multiple aspects of this where the game has to be a close game. You need to have full crowd, which there will be from now on. And it's got to be like two good fan bases that the fans are going to go and, you know, because the fan, trust me, the fans make all the difference. We wa- if we watch those games with no fans, it's 50%, it's maybe 60% like energy level of me watching is, is done. I don't even watch WWE wrestling or anything like that when there's no fans because it's absolutely, but I don't, like, I don't care about 
you know, dudes in tights wrestling. I care about the atmosphere, the crowd, the story. You know what I mean? That's the same thing with the NBA. If there's no fans there, you're just listening to sneakers, which, you know, I mean. It's all, it's all sports, honestly. Like, right. Yeah, yeah, it's March saying. Madness it's this sports. year. Like, I'm, you know, March Madness is like what I live for yearly. And this year, I watched every game I could still. But it just, it didn't Different. feel the same. Yeah, it's it's like watching practice. So, but yeah, but I, NBA playoffs. You like to play in? I don't. But like, yeah. I mean, I, I could get used to it. I just, I was, I didn't know it was going on this year. Like we made right. bets, and I did, had no clue that the nine and ten seed still had a chance. I was like, there's a, there's sixteen teams. That's another thing. There's twenty teams now that have a chance to make the playoffs. That's more than that's like sixty plus percent of the league. That to me is like, is it really playoff basketball then? If you know you get in. Just like MLB did last year, I couldn't stand it, and the Mets still didn't make the playoffs. But it was only like literally sixteen of the thirty-two teams or whatever it is. I made love the, the MLB playoffs last year. Like so, as you know, the last two years I've been getting deep into baseball again. Which growing up baseball, like you know, I watched it daily. Now the last two years, I don't know what it is, but honestly, like baseball, like MLB baseball, I've probably watched more MLB baseball this year. Then I've watched NBA basketball, which is crazy because MLB baseball is what a quarter of the way, a third of the way down with the season. MLB MLB is close to a third done, yeah. But yeah, but it also helps. Like they play during the day, so if well, I, it also helps know, that you're betting on it for one. Yes, I'm betting on it daily. <laughs> and and number two, we're not taking swears for granted anymore. I did. I one hundred percent took sports for granted before um, Rona. I was just like, eh, Pirates and D backs. Who the hell's gonna want to watch that? Well, <laughs> I'm gonna watch every game I can. Now, uh, caring about sports in terms of like how much I used to, that has changed a little bit. You know, like again, life happens and you start prioritizing other things. But I'm not gonna take for granted that sports is eighty percent of my life. I'm, I'm not ashamed to admit that. Like, without sports, I don't have any friends because I have nothing to fucking talk about. I only talk, I, I know sports. That's what I know. That's my life. I'm a sports guy. Um, I wouldn't have, like, I wouldn't be in any other chats I'm in. Like, I'm in no political chats. I don't give a shit about politics. I'm not in any, like, you know, I, I don't watch TV. I watch some TV shows, but I watch the same TV shows. Like, I watch Walking Dead. Right. I don't watch anything new. Right. I don't, I don't, like, I, there, shows have to be a certain way for me to like it. Like all the like all the sexual shit in shows, I don't like it, and that's not. I can't explain it. Like I don't know. Like without without getting too off topic of sports, but that's what we're here for. We're we're going off script, so I'm gonna go off topic. Like I don't like shows that are all about like sexual affairs and shit like that because that's stupid to me. That's like why the hell do I want to watch that? I don't. That's so dumb. Like to me. If you enjoy that, your mind is like corroded. Like, why do you want to watch a dude cheat on another woman or a woman cheat on her boyfriend or husband or wife and then they gotta like why do you wanna watch that? Like that that's if you wanna watch that, go watch XX videos or something like that. If that's what you wanna watch, then go watch the actual thing. Why are you gonna watch a movie or a or a show on that? Like I'm not into that shit. And I don't I don't like watching shows with uh like someone's dying of cancer, like like uh, breaking. That's why I stopped watching Breaking Bad. It just hits different, you know what I mean? Like that's a little bit more personal, but I just can't get into it and watch it because that's not what I want to watch. A funny show. I want to watch something that I can get into that has like 
a character development, not... Yeah. See, I'm not smart enough to, like, watch serious shows. You know what I mean? Well, like, you I know wanna... what? Me, maybe me too. Maybe I need to watch the dumb shit because I'm stupid. Maybe that that's, is, that's a good point, actually. That's how it is. So basically, I want to watch shows where they there's a new story every episode because my attention span is just that bad. If you're talking sports, I can fucking follow. You know what I mean? Like, I know college basketball from every year. But that's because I, you know, I basketball. We've also done it in life. our lives. Like, we, we, like I love baseball because I played baseball my whole life. You like college basketball because you played. Like, we, we know that because that's what we've done our whole life. That's what we were right. raised to do. But, when like, when I watch a TV show, I just want to relax. Right. I don't want to have to sit there and be mind. Like, that's what you watch, you know, a movie once in a while for. Like, a horror movie that you have to, or a thriller movie where you have to figure out who's the killer. Who's, you know what I mean? That's different. But. Yeah, like shows, I want to just follow along, laugh, you know, get excited for what's going to happen next. And, you know, that's it. I don't want to have to sit there and put together a crime scene while someone's having sex with somebody else and somebody kills some. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just not it's not my thing. Right. Unless it's Dwight Schrute on the crime scene while he's also banging my girl, Angela. (laughs) Right. Yeah. See, those are funny affairs. Like, you know (laughs) what I mean? That's like that's 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 a little different. Yeah. But let's go back to the sports a bit. So um, one thing we have to talk about, so the Sixers are going to win their series. They're up 3-0. The Lakers are going to beat the Suns because Ant is a terrible fan. And the Milwaukee Bucks just beat the living piss out of the heat. I, you know what? I don't want to say I knew that was going to happen because that would be a lie. But I said to myself, this is going to be the series the, and the season. I've been, I've been picking the Bucks all season, and I've been telling you that. This is the season the Bucks make the finals, not the Nets. Not this. It's gonna be the Bucks. I'm telling you right. The Bucks want it, and the Bucks need it because Giannis knows if he doesn't make the finals this year, he's gone. Well, I think he, he just won, I think he, he, won, he just I think extended. He well, I'm saying like they'll trade. Like he'll ask to be traded. I think. Again, so. I think. I think he did that to help the Bucks either way. Because right. So let's say they lose, if they then trade at least they get value exact back. Value now. Yeah. So I think he did that for Milwaukee because he is a stand-up guy. But I agree with you. I think he's gone if they lose. But the Bucks, they beat the shit out of the Heat, who beat them last year. They the mean Heat are business. A tough team. The Heat are yeah. a tough team. The Heat did not look good though. They looked no, they really didn't. bad. Um, Drew Holiday makes all the difference on defense. But I do. I've said this before. I and I'm a Sixers fan, so it's hard to say. But I think the Bucks are the only team that can beat the Nets. I. I think that yeah, I think the Bucks are the team that puts up the best matchup against the Nets for sure. I've been agreeing with that all season since. Just got because started. you've got like, and what's crazy is the talent disparity, but the Bucks are just a team. So at point guard, you've got Drew matching up with Kyrie. That's a good matchup because Drew's a defensive mastermind. Kyrie is you know a wizard with the ball. You've got Middleton I think and Harden. I think I, you know, I don't think that talent disparity is as a big of the i mean it is but i don't think it's as big as you think like you're like oh they got Kyrie harden and, and kd well Giannis middleton and and drew holiday yeah it doesn't look as sexy it doesn't sound as sexy it if gels you, if, though it gels and if you look the numbers aren't as off as you would think and i think Kyrie, no the, the issue I think Kyrie, is Kyrie, katie and harden are those guys that are going to get to the eastern conference finals if they face the Bucks, and they're just going to be like, we're going to start putting pressure on ourselves. We have to win this. We cannot lose this series. We will be the laughing stock of the world. If well, we they would play the series. Bucks in the second round. So, 
Oh, it would be next round. Yeah. Wait, no, isn't it high, highest versus lowest seed? Bucks and Nets were two, two and, and three. three. So in the NBA, the one plays the winner of the four or five. So we would play the Hawks because the Knicks suck. That is, yeah, that's right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. But, yeah, but you're, um, facing the, you're facing the Knicks, so. Well, I mean, I would rather that. face the Knicks, so. <laughs> I don't but, think, um, well, okay, so let, let's get on that. Let's get to that real quick. Yes, you would rather face the Knicks because I've been telling you this since what? Fucking the last time we, we can't beat the 76ers in the regular season. You own us. And, yeah, the Sixers are the team that scares me the most, not the Nets. The Nets don't scare me the most. You know why? Because. Like, I troll and, like, ah, oh, you know, we can play defense. The reason I am not scared of the Nets is, yes, me personally, it's different. Because if we lose to the Nets, I'll look for the George Washington Bridge and maybe jump in the ocean. But So it's a win-win. <laughs> but, but in general, we're not supposed to win that series. We go in there with absolutely nothing to lose. Because everyone on planet Earth would expect the Knicks to lose. The Nets have all the pressure, not the Knicks. The Nets would. First of all, if we face the Nets, we have we would have already won a series or two. Like, I don't know how that thing would work. Well, you'd have to beat the Hawks, then the Sixers, then the Nets. Right. So we would have won two series by then. I would have already have my championship. You know what I mean? If we beat the 76ers, that's almost as good as beating the Nets because I can't stand Philly either. But, yeah, so we'd go in there with literally nothing to lose. Like, that series— well, You wouldn't be going in there at all, though. Let's get that clear. <laughs> oh, we will. We will, Fuck. 100%. We will be in the Eastern Conference Finals. You Here watch. we go. You're not even getting to the second round, bro. You're not even going to make it to Philly. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get there. First of all— Fuck, you guys might same, you guys might as well just sleep in Atlanta. What? Philly Philly is the same scenario as the Nets. We If we face Philly, you have all the pressure, not the Knicks. The Knicks have no pressure. No one expected the Knicks to be here. Well, then if that's we, the same as every top seed, and it never happens. <laughs> so what the—like, you know what I mean? Like— that would be the same situation yeah, every single Philly. year. Yeah, but you're Philly. You don't make the you don't make the finals. Period. You you don't. I mean, you don't we do made it. it. We made it in 01, so more recently than fucking 80 percent of the other teams. I mean, we made it in '99, so we're right there behind you. I mean, like I don't know. I just I feel like Philly has that, and you can't deny this. Certain teams have that choke ability. No matter who's on the team, no matter what oh every it is. every team has a choke ability. The thing with no Philly, no no no. Like, there's certain there's certain teams that have. A, a proven a proven history of choking and it just it, it ends eventually the chiefs before mahomes the chiefs were the, one of the biggest choking teams in the nfl history like they well, would the, make the playoff every year and then finally they broke it so eventually someone's gonna break it but you know you always yeah, have but the chiefs the were your head the chiefs were expecting like the sixers when they lost like let's say to the raptors they weren't expected to win they were the underdog they were the 3 seed versus the 2 seed it was close honestly it was close it was a great well, series like it but broke no my i mean heart. like the, the betting was close. like i don't think the sixers were if they weren't on the i don't remember too much the series I mean, was minus 175 so it wasn't huge right but still that that that's 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 you know you're you're the underdog 175 is a pretty decent size but just in general like philly still had you were missing weren't you missing someone wasn't someone hurt that series or no? No, I don't think so. I know Embiid had a fucking zero point game. Yeah. He just sucks against the Raptors though. But so Philly though, they don't choke because they're not, they haven't been expected to win. Like every single year that I, like I remember in. I, I mean, we, we both picked them too. We both picked them last year. To yeah. So for fun. us, they choke, but in actual terms of the sports world, they don't. And like 2012, don't forget the Sixers upset the Bulls when Rose tore his ACL. As an eight seed, 
I mean, Knicks have won as eight as eight seed as well. Three times, not three times. Why I say three times? Twice. They've they've won yeah, as they, an eight seed. Didn't they go to the finals as an eight seed? They did. They did. So, I'm, like I'm saying, I'm just saying, like Knicks going into any series, except this one. I feel like the Hawks and Knicks are too evenly matched. Even if one team has a slight advantage somewhere, probably the Hawks have more scores. It's it's close enough where if you lose. You're like, ah, you know, we could have won that series. But you face Philly or the Nets or whoever we have, or the Bucks, whoever it's going to be. Uh, it, it's you're, you're like, all right, you know, we're 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 big underdogs here. There's always a chance, like I like I always say in the chat, like you can't assume a series is automatically over. You just can't do it. You you can. Ne- there's always a percentage of a chance. Only I got a screenshot it, of you saying you'd have zero chance. <laughs> no, 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 I didn't say that. I didn't say that. You I said, said you. I did said not. You, I you said, said you the Knicks would have I, zero chance. I didn't say that at all, actually. Rewind it. I said you I said you, you can't say you have zero percent chance. I literally said you can't say you have zero percent chance. Those are my You exact said words. you said if the Knicks play the Sixers or the Bucks, they have zero chance. When did I say that? I will fucking send it to you. I, I will post it on the page that. and tag you. I did not. And then say I'll that. say make sure make sure you guys nope. remember this. Nope, did not say I've that. Got Would never say that. Because there's always a chance. Every single game you play. Again, this is barring what against what we think or slightly think if sports is not rigged if sports is not rigged then any team stepping on the field with any other team has a chance a hundred percent of the time you always have a chance if me you and 10 guys go onto the field against a professional baseball team we have a chance because we're on the field and anything can happen that's just a fact it's not it's not a dream it's a fact it can happen now even if it's a 0.0001% chance there is that miraculous chance. Things can happen. So my point is, while the chances are not great and things would be looking like bleak going into it, there's always a chance. So to me, that's the point. Don't automatically assume any series ever is over. You just can't. You can't do it. So that's that's my take on, you know, the Knicks and the NBA right, playoffs. Well, like any, any team sure- has a chance versus any team in the NBA. Make sure you prepare your little fucking rant for when I show you the screenshot that says that's you saying we have zero chance for a Philly or Milwaukee. Okay, but that was uh, I remember saying that. You, I, I thought you meant in this podcast. I, I did say that in the chat, but that was just like you know, I didn't mean that. <laughs> that wasn't. Ah, a, there we go. There. I, we did, go. I didn't mean it like that. I just I, I meant zero point. You know, I rounded it down, okay, to zero, but I meant zero point zero one. You know, I rounded it. Zero is zero, so. But so, we've covered the NBA playoffs pretty well. Um, You know, the main things uh, that are happening. Nuggets, Nuggets, Portland. That's a good series. Good I'll series. Um, it's 2-2 two, two right want, now. I want Portland to win. Um, I think Lillard deserves it. I just don't. Like, that series has no defense. And in a series with no defense, it's a crapshoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Chris- but Jokic, Jokic also deserves it. Both guys deserve it 100%. So it's tough. I think what's going to seal the series with Portland winning it is their second guy, CJ, is actually a second guy, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I get it, for sure. He's a scorer. Yeah. And it'd be cool to see Melo, you know, do something. <laughs> something productive in the right. NBA. But so let's talk some MLB baseball. And, you know, the season, it's not very much in. But right now, is Vlad Guerrero Jr. the MVP? Yeah. Of the American League, he is the MVP, 100%. That dude hits bombs. However, I'm going to say this. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. should be the MVP. But this is not a regular season. You got a guy 
in Otani that's pitching and hitting, and I think he's tied with Vlad Jr. in home runs. It, maybe Vlad took the lead or something like that. But, I think Vlad's at 15. I think Otani's at 16. So Otani is actually leading in home runs, and he is a DH pitcher. So, like, this season's going to be, like, I would give it to Otani because of what he's doing on the field. Otani is the best overall baseball player in Major League Baseball right now because he's doing both sides of the ball, you know, both sides of the, that's again, that's like a, um, a quarterback playing cornerback as well. It's that's, that's what it is. And especially when he's doing it at the highest of levels, I think he's so, like third in RB, third in RBIs, first in home runs, uh, like 10th in OPS or something like that. So if I had so to give he's someone actually, right now, it's Otani. He's actually third in home runs with 15. Vlad has 16. Um, He's behind Vlad in RBIs also. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see. And then, aver- dude, Vlad's hitting well, 331. Well, like or something. Yeah, Vlad's hitting 331. No, no. Like I said, if this was a normal season, Vlad's the MVP, and it's not even close. But when you have a guy with a two ERA that's, like, third in home runs and, like, fifth in RBIs or whatever it is, it, it, you got to put it all together. You know, it, it yeah. has to be all together. Well, you know who's a sleeper for MVP, and I'm not saying this because I'm a Boston fan, but J.D. Martinez is right there, too. He's, like, I don't... He's having a... Bo- I don't he's going to get busted I don't, for steroids. I don't, think, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think MLB has the most improved. I'm not... A, I literally forget. I don't think they do, but he is one already. Like, him and... Uh, Jesse like, Winkler. Oh, uh, no. Trey, I was going to say Trey Mancini, who, like, came back from cancer, and he's, like, leading the league in RBIs, or he's close to it. Like, that's insane to, to do that at, at the level that he's doing it, so... I would uh, say J.D. And, and Winkler, dude. Winkler for the Reds is balling out. No, yeah, he's a beast. He's always been a, a good, like, pop guy, though. Like, we, I, I you know, you, you've known about him for, for power. Now he's just putting it all together, which is good for the Reds. But doesn't mean much for the standings for them because they're terrible. Yeah. They're, like, they started off super hot, but, you know, they're crashing down. But, yeah, so what about the NL? Is it Acuna, even though he's batting, like, 270? No, no it's not Acuna. Uh... I don't know. I honestly. I mean, Tatis would be up there if he if he didn't go on the injured list. But he's made like ten errors this year. He's been awful in the field, and like I don't know for the NL man. I really don't. And I, you know what? Biased Jacob Degrom might be like. There's no one. There's no one that's fully out there in the NL right now. That's just like throwing their foot in that, saying I'm the MVP. There's not really anyone out there. Uh, Acuna was for a bit. Tatis was for a bit, but. You know, injuries and, and, and slowed play has just ripped them. And DeGrom also is on the injury list now, too. So he was in there, but he's probably not. I, I don't know. I honestly just don't know who, who the MVP is of the NL. I need, you know, we're get, this is going to go down to the, the last two weeks of the season and where they are in the, you know, standings for me. Yeah. I mean, DeGrom's ERA is like under one. It's like point six or something. And he came back the other day for the first time and then just struck out nine you know, five innings, gave up one solo home run. Uh, yeah, like, it's tough to pick for, for the, you know, the NL MVP. But the AL, it's going to be Vlad or Otani, 100%. Unless, even if Trout comes back and just, like, dominates the last two, three months, he's not going to win it. Thank well, God. Well, no, because like, he JD would be, I, I would have JD ahead of um, uh, Mike Trout. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, JD would be ahead of Mike Trout. Probably Devers, too, because he's actually quietly a beast right now. The thing about when two players on the same team 
have that like just like Toronto Otani, which is that's why it's going to be a little bit tougher on Otani as well. When you have two guys on the same team that could win it, you kind of sit there like, huh, maybe they're good with with the other guy because the other guy's helping out. You know what I mean? Like you start thinking about it, and it's just it, it kind of hurts. It oh, it usually does. It usually does hurt. Yeah. Like Miguel Cabrera lost out on the MVP because of Verlander winning it. Um, maybe vice versa one time. Um, even Victor, Mart- say- Victor Martinez. Like there was a year the Tigers were really good and they had Victor Martinez, Cabrera, and Verlander who all could have won it. And none of them won it because they all canceled each other out basically. And Trout right. won and Let me just year. say, with DeGrom being in the combo as a pitcher, I think you have to have Woodruff and Gosman for the Giants on there too. They're both the, there's a lot two. of giants that there's a lot of giants that should get a little bit of recognition because they should not be where they are in right. that division. Those two are both under two for ERA, and I think Gosman is undefeated. I think he's five or six and oh still. While Woodruff is three and two. I remember seeing that today. Like those dudes, well, they're Woodruff, legit playing Woodruff, and they're right Woodruff's there with the Grom and strikeouts. Woodruff's too. not even the best pitcher on the Brewers. Corbin Burns is the guy that like so he Burns is, but might, the value, I mean, like MVP, you know, how he's playing this year. I mean, none of them, none of them will be in it at the end, in my opinion. But I mean, like you said, it's good. Like they're they're balling for their team. They're keeping their teams alive. Like the Brewers are struggling. They're 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 close to five hundred. Um, they their offense has just been, you know, Yelich has been hurt. Lorenzo Cain's been hurt. They're pitching, which when me and David did the podcast, I said the fact they didn't go get a pitcher is going to kill them. And it turns out their pitching is what's saving them. So, you know, that rotation has been <laughs> 10 times better than I expected. Yeah, I honestly, and I kind of like Keston Huara. Well, he's, he sucks. I'll tell I you that. He's, he's awful. He's in, isn't he like, he's in like 180. He's, and he's, they've changed positions three times with him. He's, he's a bust. I, I'm, I'm going to say it right, right now. I think like anything can change. Anything can happen, but I, I can't stand that. Like he's just, he's. He's bad. Like he's he, he can't. He has a huge hole in his swing. He can't play the field. Like he's not clutch. Every time he has a chance to hit a, there's like first and third, two outs in the eighth inning or something. He'll strike out. That's just what he does. Like, and David will confirm because Dave, that's David's favorite player or was. Like him and Yelich were kind of tied, and he's come around. And like, yeah, he sucks. So I don't know. I don't like him. I I don't think he's gonna be much. And like I don't know. Just I'm not a fan. All right. Well, there's that then. <laughs> so, um, you know, we went over NBA, we went over MLB a little bit. Hold uh, on. Pro- one one last thing. I'm going to give props to the first place New York Mets real fast. They have had eight of their st- nine there's nine people on a baseball field. Eight have been injured for the Mets. Eight of them. Only Lindor has been healthy all year and, and he sucks this year. So, Lindor has hit 180. Pete Alonso is out. Conforto is out. Nemo is out. Kevin Pillar is out. J.D. Davis is out. Uh, we have had nothing. DeGrom has been out. Thor has been out. Carrasco's been out. Stroman's missed a start. Taiwan Ty- Walker went on the injury. Our whole team has been on the injury list. And yet we have the most wins in the NL East, and we've played seven less games than every other team. The most wins, seven less games played because of rain and COVID to start the year, and yet there they are. Like, it's insane to think. And, and our best player, the guy we just signed for $340 million, is hitting 190 So, I don't know how the hell they're winning. Their bullpen, Edwin Diaz, who we got for... By the way, I haven't heard anything about Jared Kalenic. That's all I heard for two damn years. Oh, you got Cano and Diaz. Suck. They suck. Now Diaz is probably going to be 
I don't know, maybe closer of the year in the National League if he continues what he's doing. And I haven't heard a damn word about Kalenic. The only thing I've heard about Kalenic is that he's got character issues, honestly. Yeah, he had one game this year. He went three for four in, like, game two. And ever since then, I haven't heard a damn word about him. So, again, in the future, Kalenic could be one of the best outfielders in the game. I've never doubted that. But I'm just saying, give things a chance to progress, you know? Like, automatically, we were, and Cano had did take steroids, but just in general, like, Diaz has been amazing. I, I, the whole Mets team with replacements has been crazy this year. So I just wanted to give props to my New York Mets to have the most wins in the NL East, playing seven less games than every other team, and having nobody on the roster. Insane. Just absolutely insane. But we can move on now. All right, so NFL, obviously, there's not as much to talk about because the season's not there. I do – so Rodgers is a bitch. We know that. <laughs> um, we've known that for years. But I kind of want to talk about Deshaun Watson, but it's a long combo. You know what I mean? I don't want to go too deep in it. Is Deshaun Watson going to play for the Texans this year? Yes or no? No. I think he plays somewhere. It's heartbreaking, he's not, though, because he he's he, always been known as a high-character guy. Yeah. It just, it just goes to show – we're only fed what we want to be fed if he's guilty. We won't even talk about the allegations. Everyone knows what they are. If he did also, what he Also, he likes did, his butthole being touched, it seems like. <laughs> that's odd. That is just <laughs> completely odd to me. But to each their own. If you get your butthole touched legally and without force, hey, you do you. That's your preferences. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's all up to you. I, I ain't going to judge. But, you know, if all the stories are true, it wasn't as consensual as... <laughs> You know, we would like to believe so. Right. And we don't want to make we don't want to talk about the allegations stuff because there's no known to it yet. It's all so up in the air. We don't want to slander his name. Like I said, he's always been known as a high character, great guy. And we're going to hold we're going to hold our decisions on it until we know more, just because this is the craziest story for in my life in the NFL. It, I, I would I would put Michael Vick one. Just hearing what that like that. Mem- Do you remember when that bombshell dropped? Like that was disgusting. I, I was I couldn't. It was everyone's favorite player, literally. Like everybody loved Michael Vick. Everybody. He was just so and swaggy. He was just. It, it was the, like one of the first time in our generation we seen a Randall Cunningham type player and a you know Warren Moon type player. That was Vick, and he just did it better. And like he was on every Madden that we just we loved losing him. Like I don't know that, that you had to make a rule that you couldn't have Vic on your team. Like no, you can't right. play with the Falcons, bro. Exactly. So yeah, but uh, just the thing about Deshaun Watson, real fast. I wouldn't be shocked if it's true, and I wouldn't be shocked if it's not. I was shocked that they came out originally because, like you said, he's you know his mom is deaf. We hear every time like we watch a Texans game, he would go give a football to his mom, and there it would always be. He has a deaf mother who, you know, loves him and, and he's a great dude. And that was the shocking part. But the stories we hear, I'm no longer shocked about anything because we just don't know anymore about anything. So I wouldn't be shocked if, if it's true. And I wouldn't be shocked if women lie to get money either. But yeah, I mean, way. that's that's the world we live in. You know, nothing like we're going to hold our judgment until we know just it's crazy. And the One thing of the is, even if the ever. judgment comes out that they lied. His his character be, is ruined. Is, is already ruined, and it's we still don't know, wouldn't know if it's true or not. Like a judge saying that, it a, a, one person saying guilty or not guilty still doesn't mean guilty or not guilty. It just means based on the evidence, this is what we can claim. We don't right. like look truth. at we'll never look know at, the truth. Look at Big Ben and Kobe Bryant. No right. matter what, it's always in the back of everyone's head that 
they may have raped those women. So, you know, it's it's like your character is shot already. And if it's not true, it's unfortunate that they killed this guy's character who's known as a great guy. If it is true, rot in jail, you piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, yep. there's there's no in between now. Yep. But yeah. But we've been um on here for a bit. Anything sports-wise that you want to add? I know the NHL playoffs are going on. I'm not huge in the NFL. I did see your Islanders lost game one tonight. Um, the Maple you know, Leafs are going to game seven. To stop. The joke needs to stop immediately. Everyone does it to me. Oh, your Islanders. I have ne- let me right, let me say this right now to whoever like because the people that listen to this are the people that have been saying that I'm an Islanders fan. I can't fucking stand the Islanders. I can't stand the Nets. I can't stand the Giants. I can't stand the Carlanders. I can't stand the Yankees. All those teams, when I get called a fan of those teams, it hurts more than when somebody says you like, I don't know, the Phillies or the, you know, another team I can't. It's because there's a war that goes on in New York. Between Didn't you play families. for the Yankees peewee team? <laughs> I played for the Braves peewee team. I played for the Mets peewee team. I played for the Yankees. I played for all that. Like, okay, I, so, so you've worn Yankee gear. Got it. That's all I need to know. I was a Yankees fan until I was eight years old. Uh, you know that story. I was a Yankees fan until I was eight years old. My dad was a Yankees fan, diehard, still is. I, we grew up 10 minutes away from Grand Concourse where the Yankees play. I grew up a Yankees fan, eight years old. And then when I was old enough to pick my own team, I picked the Mets. And they were terrible. So that's not a band. The, the Mets were always terrible. The reason I picked the Mets was because I went to a camp and Mike Piazza just got traded there. And he was doing a camp a week after. And we were by Queens, and that's that's just how it happened. I Piazza became my favorite player, and the Mets, since I was nine years old, have been my team. But I tell you the story, I grew up a Yankees fan. That's just, I had to. My dad raised me to be a fan of these teams, and that's how it worked. You just, I went with my dad's teams. But then I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to pick the Mets because uh, they've done more for me. They've, you know. They put me in a camp, you know, they gave me a free jacket. They gave me stuff to put on my wall. Uh, yeah, that's just, that's how it worked. Even though I went to school in the Bronx, all Yankees fans, I got trolled religiously by Yankees fans. Because especially, guess what? The year after I became a Mets fan was Yankees-Mets World Series. And the, and the Mets lost four games to one. Could you imagine that torture? Living in the Bronx, changing to be a Mets fan, and then all the Yankees fans around me. Like, you can't imagine the torture. It was terrible. What do you mean I can't imagine it? I live in Illinois, and I fucking hate Chicago fans. Yeah, but no Chicago team has been good since. Like, the Cubs won one World Series. And it was like... miserable, dude. It was the worst fucking year of my life. You also don't like another team in Chicago, though. Like, if it was, like, the Bear, the Chicago Bears and the Chicago freaking Blackhawks that were a football team, and you liked the Blackhawks... You would understand, or like well, Dodgers well, Giants or Padres Giant, you know stuff like that. Right. Like, well, so let me let me clear this up though. I don't hate Chicago teams. You hate Chicago I, fans. I hate Chicago fans. Like you and I talked about this the other day. I don't hate Michael Jordan. I have him as the second best player of all time. I wear Michael Jordan, you know, stuff like I wear Jordan clothing, all that shit. I've got like Jordan, like actual Michael Jordan shirts, you know. I am a I'm actually a fan of Michael Jordan. I'm a fan of Kobe Bryant. It's just when I see these fans that are just biased and don't see the negativity in anything, you know, it makes you want to tell them the actual negativity. And then it comes off as, oh, this guy's just a hater. I'm just being real. I 
like um with the big three debate, like what's the best big three ever? It's the Bulls big three. There's no question. If you're saying that you would take LeBron, Wade, and fucking Chris Bosh over Pippen, Jordan, and Rodman, three top ten defenders of all time, you're stupid. The best point forward of all time, the best rebounder of all time besides Will, you're stupid. Because Chris Bosh sucks. He's one of the most overrated players ever. He's like top 150 all time. Dwayne Wade is good. He was good for that first year in Miami with the big three. He fell off a cliff basically the next year. So, you know, it's just I hate people who are fanboys and won't see negativity. I don't hate Chicago teams at all. The Cubs Wrigley Field is honestly one of the coolest venues in baseball. It it just simply is. Um, Soldier Field sucks. I will say that. That's a shithole. <laughs> Um, the United Center is iconic, and it's iconic because of that Jordan statue outside. Like, everyone that's ever been to the United Center, you get a picture with that statue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's that. It's it's cool as fuck. Um, the White Sox. So White Sox fans, honestly, aren't that bad because they, they haven't know had they anything sucked. to talk about. Right. Black, they haven't Black won a World Hawks Series fans, since 05. Blackhawks fans are the worst. Like, if if I'm ranking hockey fans... Blackhawks fans are the most arrogant, scumbaggy. Like there, there's there's the Penguins fans, there's Flyers fans, and then there's there's Blackhawks fans. Like they're absolutely dreadful fans. They're well, and see the thing with the Blackhawks, I agree with you. Their fans are bad. The thing with them is nobody around here watch. Like there's like four families that watch hockey. Yeah. But then what do you know? The Blackhawks were good for a couple of years, and people jumped on the bandwagon, and they're talking shit about hockey they don't know anything about. I asked a lot of people I knew if they knew who Chris Chelios was. And they said, no, you are not a Blackhawks fan. Simple as that. Like the one, the Cubs fans, like there's some that I know that are douchebags. But oh, don't Cubs even fans, get me started. <laughs> Cubs fans, like I, I, I know you live there, but Cubs fans have been top three most loyal in in in. They haven't they didn't win a World Series for 108 years, yet Wrigley Field sold out every single game. Like Yeah, but you can not, be loyal and you can still be a fucking clown. Well yeah, that's me. I like I'm loyal, but I disrespect the hell out of my teams and be a clown. But here's the thing. To me, this is what a, let, let, let's talk real fast because we're pretty much done talking. NHL, I think the uh Bruins versus the Los uh Las Vegas Knights make the, the cup. And I think the Knights win in six. That's my prediction got, for that. I've got money on the Knights winning. Um, I don't remember who I had them playing, but I have money on the um, Knights winning. I mean, that is a good pick. I will, will say that. It but, had uh, solid odds, too. It was like plus 400. Yeah. But, all right. So, let, let, let's just real fast before we get into the a little tiny bit of non-sports stuff and then we end it. Um, what is a fan? Right. That's that's always a topic. Like, what does a fan mean? Is a fan someone that constantly roots for their team no matter what, never says a negative thing ever, just is very calm and said, you know, their team's 10 and 500 and they're just like, yeah, we'll, we'll get them next year. And they, they never say a negative thing. That's someone who is involved in the team. That's someone that a good dude that like doesn't, you know, is, is a good is a is a good I'm not going to say the word fan because that, to me that's not what a fan is. But he's just a rooting interest. He has a rooting interest, a good person, someone that just like rah rah. You know what I mean? That, that that's the. If you look up what the definition of a fan is, it's a fanatic. A fanatic is someone that's absolutely nuts. 
for a certain team, right? They live and die with that team. And some fans die harder than others. But it doesn't mean they're less of a fan. There's some fans out there that, especially when you're in a city like New York or Chicago or Philly or, you know, L.A., when you're in those fan, when you're in those cities and you root for a sports team, you live and die harder than pretty much anywhere else. And there's a reason for that. Number one, there's multiple teams in some of those cities. So you have a, a, a mixing pot. There's more people in those states than other places. So there's more commotion and talk and, and there's more media and there's more coverage and there's more. It's just more. Literally the word more. It's more focused on it. Like you can put on like uh, weather and they'll talk about the sports team. You can put on a political show in your state and they'll mention the sports team. You can you put ESPN on. Obviously, it's all sports, but like actually ESPN is more of a politics show now. But right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but like. I, you know, going driving into work, ESPN radio, leaving work, ESPN radio, going to the gym, ESPN radio, coming home from the gym, ESPN radio, driving anywhere, going to Atlantic City for two hours, ESPN radio. I don't listen to music. I listen to sports radio and obviously mostly sports, New York radio. This is all, all New York sports. I'm, I'm into it. It's, it's my shit. That's like I said, 80% of my life is sports. Now I am a more cynical fan than most. Like, as you guys know. I've mentioned this on the podcast about the Jets. We'll, we'll talk about the Jets first. The Jets are a team that is probably my least favorite team. And here, here I'll tell you why. I feel they quit. Football teams quit more than any other team in any sport. Because and that's only, because the draft has so much value. Right. The draft has so much value. There's only 16 games, now 17. But before, there's only 16 games. So if you lose three or four of those games, you're in a bad spot. And you'll know automatically with what kind of team you have if you're going to play that full season out the right way or not. The Jets never do that. They've done it, like, uh, since 2011, I'll say, which is nine straight years. They have just given up. They've literally just quit. Like, I can't deal with the team that quits. If you quit on us, fuck you. Why am I going to sit there and put all my effort and time and money and energy if you quit, if your girlfriend cheats on you, if your wife cheats on you, if, if something happens where, like, they quit on you, if you stay in that relationship, you, you could. I've, I've, I'm staying with my sports team. I have not quit on the Jets. I just stopped watching games when they were 1-10 and they were losing games 20 to nothing, and they faced the Oakland Raiders and they should have beat them easily. If that's a regular that, season, that if was that was a, a regular game. game, if that was a regular game and they're supposed to win that game and they're just playing to win that game, they don't do what they did that game to lose that game. And they everyone knows purpose, that. Yeah. Everyone freaking knows that. But they don't want to admit it because then they have to be like, there's more to it than just that. You know what I mean? No one wants to admit that shit. But well, even the players were pissed off. Right. The players might not be the ones doing it. Like, you, like we have this conversation a lot. It, the coaching, the front office, they have a plan in place. The players want to earn their money. So obviously, you know, maybe it's not on them. But like, it's, it's hard to keep rooting for a team that constantly, not, not lets you down. If they play their hearts out and you know they're trying their best and they just don't have the talent, it is what it is, which the Jets also don't have the talent. But the quitting, I can't tolerate the quitting. That Browns-Jets game, that I dude, that was the breaking point. And you know before that game, before that game, I was like, I would fight for the Jets. I would literally, I bet on the Jets against you guys. I would constantly just say the Jets are going to do it this year. Remember four of 1K wide receivers. Um you, you know before that Browns game, I was a different Jets fan. After that Browns game, and I clearly saw it, and then the next three games to follow, and I saw it again, 
how can I be the same fan? How can well, I sit there? And you called that Jets game, too, at halftime. You were like, Baker Mayfield's going to come in, and they're going to win because they I, need the Baker Mayfield. You called it exactly. Fucking T. Right. I, even though Baker, even though Baker didn't win the game, though, no, that would like that's what started the Baker fucking hype train. That's what started the Browns train. That game, and shockingly enough, it was a Monday night game on national TV to do it. Shocker, right? So, but for the Mets, I have watched every Mets game my whole life. Honestly, I have watched at least part of every single Mets game my entire life. That's not a joke. Even if like they were. 60 and 100, I would have the game on my iPad. And maybe I wasn't watching it, like, staring at the whole game, but I would be playing a game or something, and it would be there on my iPad. I would turn it off maybe after the fifth inning if they were losing 10 nothing, and the game really didn't mean anything. But I'm watching the game. The the Knicks, I will say the last two years, I watched maybe 75% of the season. And then the last, like, 20 games, when it literally, when I say literally didn't matter, it literally didn't matter. Because you kind of wanted them to lose i can't watch a game that everyone wants the knicks to lose that hurts it hurts as a fan when you go into a game kind of rooting you lose and the jets have been that again another reason i stopped watching the jets the, the, the ending of the season because they i wanted them to lose i wanted trevor lawrence but the knicks i wanted zion i wanted you know other players but like it's just hard to watch when you don't want them to win because you get a benefit of the draft if you take that away Maybe we got a different situation, you know? I did watch versus the Patriots because I don't give a shit if I want them to lose. I want them to be the Patriots. If it was the last game of the season and it was the difference between getting Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson, but we beat the Patriots, give me fucking Zach Wilson. <laughs> like, I want to beat the Patriots every mother effing time. Or if it was versus Tampa and Brady, oh, I'll give up the next 10 years first round pick <laughs> to, to beat Tom Brady. I That motherfucker, I can't stand. But anyway... Yeah. So again, diehard fans to me are fans that live and die hard with their team. They and you can be negative and still be a fan. Like you know, you can be honest and still be a diehard fan. Like we have this discussion quite a bit in our NBA chat, where like our Celtics Edmund, he says, you know, I like he's he's honest. He's like, we're not going to beat the Nets. That doesn't make him worse of a fan. That makes him a real fan. Where then the like our Lakers guy, just talking out of his ass, he's like. Oh, I thought the Lakers could win every year. No, you fucking didn't when D'Angelo Russell was your guy. There's zero chance. So, you know, there's a double standard with fans, as we all know. You can be negative and be a fan, 100%. Because if you're not negative, if you're not pissed off when your team sucks, then you're not a fan. You know what I mean? Well, here, okay, so I, I agree, 100%. What I, here's the part I don't agree with, though. I'm not admitting to anybody, ever, realist or not, I will never go into a series... And say there's, and again, I know I you got the screenshot that I said if we face, uh, fucking right. If if we face Philly or the Bucks, we don't we don't have a shot. But when we get to that series, I'm sitting there, in my mind, we got we're gonna have a shot because. But it, saying again, but saying you have a so you're saying just having a chance though you're not going in there like this. No, I'm not going. You're I'm not, not. You're I'm not, not saying oh there. the Knicks are winning the title. No, see that yeah right that's a difference. Like I mean I do that for. All my teams anyway. I was like, we got it. We're gonna win a championship this year. Do I right. actually genuinely think it's gonna happen? No. But as a fan, I'm gonna put that out there. I'm gonna hype it up because right, and that's fine. That's what fans do. You know what I mean? But right, that's fine. Being, a, issue... being, being a realist and being hopeful are two different things for sure. 
I 100% agree with that. But, like, when you're in a group with a bunch of dudes, right, that, like, are going to troll you, you don't throw it out there that we don't got a chance to win this series. Again, like I said, I know I've done it. I, like you said, yeah, got the screenshot. But, like, there's certain, like, the, the I don't know. I, it's hard for me to explain. Like, I don't, I don't really know what I'm getting at here. I just wouldn't I admit just, that openly. Right, so my thing is, me personally, I would rather deal with a realist fan than a dude who just talks out of his ass. You know what I mean? That, I mean, that's fair. Like, and you know exactly the situation I'm talking about. Like, I would rather talk to a dude who I know is going to be honest with me when talking sports because that gives me a better feeling that they're an honest person overall. Like, you don't need to, like, you're saying that you, you're you you're good with a diehard fan that lives and dies with their team. But to say, like, you're, to say, you're, you're the to, eight seed versus the one seed and you're like, we're going to sweep them. You know, that's like, all right, shut up, relax. Like, you're not, right. you, like. To say, like, oh, the Lakers, you know, we just won like the Lakers just won 34 games. Oh, well, I thought they were going to be champions. If you really thought that, then you're an idiot. You know what I mean? Give me the honest dude over the dude who's going to lie and make himself look like an idiot or that is an idiot because his bias overtakes any reality. All right, that's fair. The honesty is, you know, it's cool. Like in sports and in human nature. (laughs) But yeah, but so I'm going to, we're going to go right into it. Top five. Okay. Because this is, we're nearing the end of the show. Top five. Now, this is one that's going to take a little thinking, and we talked about it a little bit. What are your top five conspiracy theories? Actually, let's just do top three because these are kind of, you know, it's a little more. Right. So, number one, like I was telling you, we'll start with number three. Number three is the whole, and again, I'm because this is a sports topic, the, the, one of the biggest conspiracy theories in the world is that sports are rigged, right? Uh, so... There's a lot to it. We've went over this multiple times. I won't get too deep into it, but there's a level to it that's factual, and there's a lot of it that's false. But nonetheless, there is something to it, and that this is going to go on, especially with now more states opening legalized gambling. It's This is going to be bigger than ever. Something's going to get caught soon that's going on for, for teams to make money. And uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it, and we see it. we see it with like, the scores hitting exactly based on teams playing to this the spread. Right, like if Vegas sets a line that's like it's going to be two twenty two, and it's like a, a it's like a one fifteen to eighty five game or something like that, you'll just see like fouls out of nowhere that shouldn't like why are you fouling with right to cover the, the spread? Game? Right, yeah, right. It, it stuff happens. like that. So, like not the so whole yeah. the whole game's not rigged. It's just certain aspects. The money making the aspects. Point. Right. So. You would never let somebody else be in 100% control of your finances. Right. Why would this, why would the professional sports leagues do it? Right. Number or two. Or Vegas. Number two, um, the whole JFK assassination thing. That's been talked about by so many people. I've watched. Do you think, movies. do you think the driver shot him? No. I saw a video. And it's, it's a like possibility. I don't know. But, but no. like, there's a video and the driver's like turned around. It's like, it's crazy. Like, and I know exactly, you know, like I'm not a history buff guy, but I just saw that and I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. I think that, I think it would have been noticed if it was the driver. Like, well, they were taking their video on their Samsung galaxy. So it was <laughs> shitty quality. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that, that, that's, that's another uh, thing that like, if you follow, you'll know there's so many ends to that. And then number one, people say America did not land on the moon first, or at all, for that matter. Um, I'm one of them. <laughs> it's it's a topic that's 
something like when we were growing up, we never thought about, you know, like when we were told when we were nine, 10 years old, John Glenn and, and, uh, what was the other dude? Um, Lance Armstrong. Lance, yeah. Oh, they, they landed on the moon first and one small step, blah, blah, blah. We just, okay. You know, we're taught that in history class or science class, whatever class you learned it in. That America was the first country to land on the moon and they did it and they fucking floated and woo. <laughs> um, but now today, because we're adults and we have the internets. Uh, Everyone's every, a pro now. Everything's a question, you know? Is the earth flat? You know, Kyrie Irving. Is it, you know what I mean? Like, there's so Are many. Are we in a dome? <laughs> Right. So, like, is water wet? Like, I, if you, when you were six years old and you're in the bath, are you thinking about, is this wet? You're like, why the hell are we thinking about this shit? You know, why put all your brains together and figure out a way to live forever? Figure out a way to put our brains into a computer system and stuff. Like, figure out good things. Stop worrying about shit that doesn't matter. Who cares if water is wet? If I throw it on me, I get cold and wet, right? Water's wet to me because it makes me wet if you throw it on me. Is the substance itself wet? Who gives a shit? Like, just nonsense. But let, yeah. let me ask you something about the moon landing, okay? Go ahead. Now, and I asked you this the other night. So they said they were the first ones to land on the moon and shit like that. How was there someone taping on the moon of the landing before and after? It's not like they could just fucking turn around and pick them back up, or they could drop them off and redo the landing. Well, they said, they said that, like, if you watch the, the thing, he was behind them, and then they set up when they got there. It wasn't there, already but there. But there's there's someone on the moon when they're, like, leaving the moon taking a video. Like, how? There's no fucking GoPros. And then this is something I heard the other day, and I was like, I got to ask Len this on the podcast. So with the moon landing, we had no idea what the moon looked like before. You know what I mean? How did the people in the movies before the moon landing know exactly what it looked like? I mean, like, I, I get it. Like, I get the skepticism for sure. But, like... We had Galileo looking at stars and the Milky Way and the moon and all that a long, long time before, you know, before we anyone ever got there. So, like, when they were looking and they got in their telescopes and all that, you can you can see, like, what it kind of like you, the, the surface is different. You kind of just guess that. But you see what the outside looks like. Everyone's like, oh, it looks like cheese from from here. So, right, they, but so that, that's my question is in those like movies. Like, you know, like the space movies and stuff prior to the moon landing, they had the moon texture and like the surface up close down. Well, that, perfect. That, I mean, but to me, that that's just science. Like, you know what the surface is made out of. You would know so, what color so, it is by looking at it from far away. I mean, so the planet Jupiter, if I asked you to go draw the planet Jupiter, could you draw the surface exactly what it looks like without knowing? But I'm I'm stupid. Like, you're asking the wrong person because number one, I can't draw. Number two, I'm an idiot. So, like, but if you're asking a guy that knows it does it for a living his whole life, and he's a, you know, maybe even an architect or, or someone that just makes things out of nothing, they, or a scientist, you know, they would, they would know more than we would. But, I think. But we're talking. Some fucking, people draw, some people We're talking say, directors in, like, the 60s or whatever. Well, the directors aren't drawing it. They, they have help. They have. No, but they created, things. like, the fucking moon exactly how it was. That's my. I heard that and I was like, that's pretty crazy, actually, you know. But to so the original thing, who who did they leave on the moon to tape the fuck them fucking leaving the moon? Right. I mean, like I said, I don't I, also <laughs> remember. Also remember this. Here's the thing that puts people's perspective differently. It wasn't just that America was trying to get to the moon. We were trying to beat Russia. They're trying to China. beat Russia. Yeah. There was a the race. space race. Right. So like, there's 
an, an ego thing, right? Of getting there first. There's a, a history thing. If we get there first, we'll go down in history as it. So everyone's like, well, that's probably why you lie about it because you want it to be the first. Yeah, 100%. So, yeah, that, that's so, the only reason if there's a conspiracy theory around it. But again, I just for the fact that I want to believe it and just for the fact that I don't even really care. It's, it's my number one conspiracy thing because it's the one thing I've looked up the most. But just like, I don't know, I just, why not? Why, I don't know. I Landing on the moon, especially nowadays, seems like not easy. But it's just very expensive and you have to have people willing to do it. I, I honestly believe that we did. Now, it might have been a little bit different than how it was portrayed, but I do feel like America was first to the moon, and I do feel like it did happen. So, yeah. Those right, are let, me get, let me give you my three, and um, I'll make it quick, sort of. So, number three. No, no, people have been complaining about us not doing a podcast. If they want the podcast, they'll listen to two hours. I mean, we're not going to do two hours. I'm just saying, you guys were literally messaging me. Yeah, Who's we were getting hit up quite a bit. <laughs> yeah, so geez. which makes it makes me feel good, you know, like right, yeah. But um, that's why we're doing it. So number three, and mine aren't actually in order, just because I'm super interested in all of them. I'm gonna go with aliens, which we're gonna find out a lot about. I knew in you June. were going to. That's why I didn't. Dude, I'm so intrigued by this. But how about this theory? So aliens, are they actually aliens? If we just tr- so if today you and I got in a time machine. And we went back to the cavemen ages. We would look massively different than cavemen. What if aliens are just humans from the future coming back? You know what I mean? I don't even know how to wrap my head around that. It's crazy, isn't it? I've been doing so much thinking about fucking conspiracy theories lately. But it's, you know, and like we talked about the other day, we think that if there are aliens, the government's trying to protect us. They're not trying to hide it. They would just rather us not live in fear. Right. That, it, exactly. Like, that's that's another thing. People always want to make the government the big bad wolf, the, 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 the bad, like, I hate the government. First of all, without the government, without the, you know, all these people protect, they're doing a lot more protecting than hurt, okay? They're, there's so many things in this universe that if we knew about, we'd kill ourselves. We, yes. we, we It's stuff we wouldn't want to know about. They're protecting us from that. You got to give them the respect and, and, and stop always making it like they're there. Well, they charge us taxes. It gives, I mean, yeah, it sucks. Taxes do suck. But you chose to live in America. You chose you choose to be alive, right? Like, you have a choice to not be alive if that's what you really want to do. Uh, but you got to pay some taxes, whatever. Like, it sucks. We know that. Just you got to deal with it. Stop. You can't just make it like, I got to pay taxes so the government's the worst thing in the world. They, they do a lot of good. And, and they don't get the credit right. they deserve, I should say. And yeah, this their is goal is not to make us miserable. No, they're, 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 you know, imagine them. Imagine them knowing all this information. Like, I, I can't be that guy. It takes a special person to know all that information and not tell everybody. Oh, I it, would it, talk. I'd be on Facebook exactly, Live every night. Exactly. So th- it takes a special kind of person to do that. And they, they, you know, they do it to the best they can. You know, it's, it's tough to hide all this shit. You have to. Right. You have to. You have to protect the people. Right. Okay. Well, so the second one I'm going to talk about, and I told you this the other day too, the national park shit. 1,600 people a year go missing in national parks without a trace. There's no evidence as to where they go. Nothing. Now, there's four beliefs. One of them is aliens. One of them is 
you know, there's an underground civilization where at the national parks, that's where you get in and people go there and they find a better civilization to live at, which is the most far out one. Another one is Bigfoot, you know, all these cryptoids. And then the last one is people are, you know, they're depressed and they don't want to be found. So they go to these parks, kill themselves. And there's so much ground that you can't cover. By the time someone would find them, their body's been eaten by wolves or bears. You, you're, but, you're missing you're missing one that I think is logical yet very scary. Uh, serial killers? Not killers, but not because they just want to kill you. Uh, remember, we, like I've been I've been my thing has been trying to figure out a way to live longer, maybe forever, which is impossible right now. But what's one thing that happens to your body when you get older and, and or stuff happens? Your organs start failing. Right. And you need a new one to live. Black market. People, people, someone's heart's going bad. They have no other options. They cannot get a transplant. What do they do? You, you take someone else's. Like, you know, you got, you need a doctor that knows what they're doing, or you need someone educationally. But you know, people do kill people to take their organs, and they harvest them, and they use them for when theirs go bad. You know, like, yeah, it, it happens. It's scary. It's a very scary thought that I don't even want to talk about, or but it's something that is real and yeah. people also, that go people that go missing a lot of the times it's they get killed for what they have whether it's their organs their money whatever it may be right and then what people another one that i didn't mention was indigenous tribes there could be people in those forests that we haven't seen before green and you inferno. know right like the green inferno that's exactly what i was thinking you step in their their territory and you're dead but the, and and the if, thing is, there's a warning for a lot of those, though. I mean, some you won't know, but there's a warning. Like, don't go here. This, they'll do, and I feel it's like, like that it, island. Remember that island where that indigenous tribe was killing people? Yeah. That was just like this last year. But yeah, so like that happens and it could be in America, too. Like, it's just when people think of America, they think cities. There is a lot out there that we don't know. Try driving through Pennsylvania for five hours and see. Oh, fuck. So many trees. (laughs) Right. But so um, my next one, and I'm going to quick say, I wanted to say how we know more about space than the ocean. But that's a very broad one. The ocean is a scary fucking place. We've only discovered like 1% of it. And that's one that we'll have to talk about some other time. But my number one, and this is something that I've always had interest in, is Bigfoot. The cryptozoology. So you've got Bigfoot, you've got Skunk Ape down in Louisiana, you've got the <laughs> Mothman, dude. I the Chuba, I the Chupacabra. For, the Chupacabra is another one. Um, you know, Nightwalkers, they're an actual thing. You've got like even Paranormal Activity, that's considered in that range. Aliens would be too, but like we all know, or you and I know, there's such thing as Paranormal Activity. Ghosts are real. Right. Like I, I don't. I grew up. As a, a Catholic, believing in God and stuff like that, obviously through the years, like I said, the more you learn, the less you believe in stuff like that. Maybe the heaven, God aspect has died a little bit inside of me, but the fact that there are some kind of... There's so much evidence that there's ghosts. Go, like, yeah. Like, like the, everyone's the, like, oh, it's all just aspect, CGI the today. Aspect, it, no. might not even, it might not even be ghost. Just there's something of people that aren't dead that are around like you know what i mean like it's, it's very hard to explain what i truly feel it is but we can put it as paranormal activity stuff like that that i don't think it's something that's gonna drag you across the room 
or anything like that. But it is... Well, those are demons. So demons cause harm. Ghosts are just there. Right. But we. the point is, we believe in something that's, you know, paranormal. That's dead, yeah. But, so, to the cryptozoology point, though, it's something I took classes on in school. I'm super interested in. I believe there's Bigfoot. You know what I mean? I believe there's the Abominable Snowman, Yeti, all this shit. And even with that, Do it's also talk? extinct. What's that? Do they talk? They offer you snow cones, actually, when you're with your monster friends. <laughs> but um, it's like even extinct animals that they believe are still out there. They're just hidden. Like so the thylacine or as normal people would call it, the Tasmanian tiger. They've been dead since the 30s. The last one died in captivity at a zoo because they left it outside and it like froze to death, which is weird in Australia. But but um, so it died. There's so many videos out there. There's no animal that looks like a thylacine. It literally has like a skinny dog's body with a one and a half foot long face and a giant mandible with tiger stripes. You know, like how many animals out there are like that? None. Besides the thylacine. (laughs) They're out there for sure. There's some drunk Australian dude, go figure, Foster's Australian for beer. But he's doing all these video reports and he makes he makes the like the study of it look stupid because he'll get a picture of a bush baby and be like, oh, I think it's a thylacine. No, you're just trying to get like clout online. Did you say a, there, bu- a, wait, a bush baby? It's <laughs> like you? a little marsupial. Oh, okay. I think it's about like there's a baby in a bush. Like someone didn't want their baby, they put it in a bush. And, oh my God, we got a fucking thing Right, like Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like, <clears throat> it's crazy. Like the thylacine is still alive. Even, um, so if you think about it, before an animal is discovered and known, they're a cryptoid. There was one in Africa and nobody believed it. Oh, we just saw this animal with an 18-foot-long neck. Well, now that animal is a giraffe. You know what I mean? It was a cryptoid before it was a known animal. Right. So basically, we haven't basically we haven't discovered everything. It's impossible to do that. So right. there's stuff out there we don't know. Like maybe stuff are Bigfoots. You know that maybe it's not a Bigfoot per se, but it's it like, could be a giant primate like a monkey in America. That, that ev- that evolutionized differently, you know, like right. The yeah. Dartmoor Beast is. You need to look up the Dartmoor Beast. You would love this. There's no recorded big cats in the UK. None. Oh, hey, speaking of that, when you told me to look up the 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 video of the guy eating soup and the two white face things looking at him, that scared the shit out of me. The fucking, oh, dude. What is the that? The dark mean? web is the dark web is a conspiracy theory that is it's real. It's fucking wild i don't i don't mess with that though i don't either i'm just interested to see like people's experiences yeah but i can't think of what that was called you told me to watch the two different there was two different things you told me to watch you said what who keeps he tapes well that the poughkeepsie tapes that's that's like yeah that one i think is yeah but that one is more just i think that one's just straight fake just like cinematic yeah but like blair witch project which right Dude, Blair Witch Project fucked me, me as a up kid. as a kid. <laughs> yeah, dude. So the Paranormal Activity one, I mm-mm, dude, mm-mm. oh my god, I didn't god. sleep. Me and my me and my girl drove home, and just like I left the lights on for three straight days. I didn't. Insidious sleep. fucked like, me up too. Insidious and Sinister. I watched both of them and got. I went. Sinister and was yeah, yeah. For but sure. by the way, but you're yeah. talking about 
by the way, you were talking about aliens. I was driving home at like 3, 4 a.m. from Atlantic City, right? Me and my girl are just driving. I have like an hour and a half left till I get home. There's no cars on the road. It's completely pitch black dark. And out of nowhere from this, I swear to God, I'm not lying. Out of nowhere in the sky, something fucking came down as fast as it humanly could and made a big light. And I didn't see anything after that. Now me, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, it was just, you know, I don't know. Maybe there was like a, I, I don't know, a satellite. I, I don't know what the hell, to, how to explain it. Mark was like, did you see that? It was an alien. And it was just like, I was like, what do you mean it's an alien? It's not an alien. We're just, but the fact that you talked about it literally two days before we were driving home and saw that is weird. You know, I didn't know yeah. what the hell it was. It just also, dude, the scene and the scene and signs where they first see the alien that fucking oh, ruined yeah. when me. When he was watching TV, dude, I was I reacted exactly how the he reacted. He yeah, so did I. I was like, oh my god, like. Oh, that like, was ah, just like that did. was a game changer in movies for me. Yeah, I love that movie just for that. It's such now, a good but movie. But now we go back and watch Signs, and we're like, eh, it doesn't look as crazy now. But when we first saw it, man, shoo. that and then when, and then when Mel Gibson me. was reaching under the door and the arm reached out, nope, nope, and he cut the, the fingers off. Yeah, dude. Yeah, but yeah. So, cryptoids, and so we're gonna gauge interest. We should do just a separate episode. Where we can talk about more theories. Because the Mandela effect is fucking driving me crazy. I don't know anything about the Mandela. I've never looked into it. I know so, kind of what it's about, but I so don't. Let me, let me tell you. So, Nelson Mandela. When did he die? Um, I don't know. A long time ago. Not a long time ago, but... Almost ago. everyone remembers him dying, like, in the 90s in a prison camp. That part he, I died in, he died in, like, 2011. Um, yeah. the, the Monopoly man. He's never had that monocle. But how what? do you remember him with a monocle? Um, the store Aldi, you know Aldi's? Mm-hmm. What's it called? Aldi's. <laughs> no, it's Aldi. There's no S. There's never been an S. Well, okay. So I think we put an S at the end of a lot of things that don't have an S, though. That's a white woman thing, honestly. <laughs> like we, we're, going, like, we're like, going to Macy's. <laughs> it is Macy's. No, dude. Or like JCPenney's. It's JCPenney. Well, okay, but we're not adding the S... We're not adding the S at the end of it. We're adding the S for possession. Like, but well, yeah, dude, I, I swear it was all these, not all the. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't even know if we have all these in New York. If we do, I've never been to one. I've been to them They're in Florida. Dope. They're so cool. But so, anyways, that's a Mandela effect. Um, another one, Fruit Loops. Spell Fruit Loops. Fruit F R U I T Loops L O O P S. So it's I think it's actually F R O O T. I don't know. I don't got no fruit loops to look, but uh I don't either. But it's stuff like that. Um another okay. one another one, um Rudolph Red Nosed Reindeer, like the classic movie. Mm-hmm. The Abominable Snowman. The elf pulls his sore tooth so he can eat. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Okay, cool. so the the elf pulls one of his teeth because he has a sore tooth. Right. Come to find out, he pulled all of his teeth out. I don't remember it at all. It's so wild. Just look up some Mandela effects, and we can do a whole fucking podcast on it. Yeah. Also, we're going to be doing some tier list stuff where you get to see our beautiful faces, um, where we just rank. My beautiful face. <laughs> my beautiful face. My beautiful cheeks. But uh, we get to, uh, we're just going to rank shit. We're just going to rank top 10 cereals. We're going to rank top 10. Porn stars. Uh, yeah. Kelsey uh, Monroe, porn- you're my girl. 
uh, you know, top 10 video games, top 10 shows, top 10. We're going to be doing a bunch of that stuff. We'll, we'll get more. Like I said, I'm also in the process of looking for a house and I want a nice setup and stuff like that. So like I said, we'll, we'll be here. A lot of people, you know, a lot of our friends. I'm also, I'm also in the process of trying to get rich as fuck. So <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing things. Go yeah. to the moon. More, more podcasts, <laughs> more podcasts to come. A lot of, you know, a lot of them will be sports, but we'll mix it up because I, we got a lot of friends uh, you know, especially of like the female variety or like our families that are a little bit older that aren't degenerate losers like us who care that much about sports that just want to hear us talk, you know, about other things. So we'll we'll, we'll do more of that. But uh, our moms are our biggest fans. Also, guys, this is off topic, but this October, Glenn and I will be meeting up for one of our buddies weddings. It is going down. We are going to do a live stream, hopefully. Naked, we'll, definitely, we'll definitely be doing something live for sure. <laughs> but so uh, put your boots on. It's it's going to be dirty. <laughs> I'm done, though, if you uh, you want to close it out. Would you have a fact for the day? Oh, I do not have a fact for the day, guys. Um, I, I have a fact of the day for all you. All right. Yeah, you do it. I'll, I, I shall let you educate. You know, as the king, I give you my gesture. OK, I let you educate the people. OK, so. The king's random fact of the day of this episode is that the New York Knicks are not going to beat the Atlanta Hawks. And that is your fact of the day. And the, and the podcast before, no? before you don't make it to a wedding, honestly. <laughs> Fuck. So that wasn't a good fact. Okay, I got it. That was my fact. <laughs> what a clown. Just end the fucking podcast. <laughs> Fuck. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much for listening. Um, it was fun to get back on here. Super fun. Like I said, we're gonna be doing the tier list, like Glenn said. That'll be something we do. You are no longer you, you are you are a peasant now. I'm sorry. You're a peasant now. You have been demoted. So okay, keep going. <laughs> but um, the tier list is something that we can do, and it's something we can throw together quick and have fun with it. We'll have people with us join. You know, it's just something to expand our expand our what we do because sharing um, the anchor link sucks let's be honest sharing the anchor it sucks. Link sucks. yeah and yeah, we get banned like we share the link a lot and we get banned so we can't even share the podcast like so we were trying to find new ways to get it out there we'll, we'll figure something out right um and we'll if you guys are down for it we will definitely talk conspiracy theories because that's something both glenn and i like a lot we talk quite a bit about it we can we can get real deep <laughs> but yeah so um Thank you guys for listening. We don't have any shout outs this week, but we we'll typically do. Soon. Yeah. Um, shout out to sports for being back and shout out to America, the best country in the world. So there, Facts. we just got our shout outs. That's Memorial the fact Day. of the Memorial day. day is on Monday. So shout Memorial out to day. Yes. Thank you to all served, the... their past served or, you know, you know, the deal we're, we're, we're all about that here. Yep. Like support it 100%. But that's all we got. So uh, we want to say thank you for listening and Go with God. Keep the dad bod. Thanks, guys.